Motorheads, thank you for clicking on Episode 2, House Call, with Doc Love on Race 22. This episode is going to be a little different as I'll be making two house calls. Today I'll be connecting with Thomas B. from Hudson, North Carolina, driver of the 31 machine at the Hickory Motor Speedway, and boy, does he have a story to tell about his first victory of 2019. Now, he's no stranger to Victory Lane at the Hickory Motor Speedway, but the scene at the Victory Lane at Hickory, June 22nd, was quite bizarre. So I'll let Thomas tell you about that a little later. But first, let's connect with Bradley McCaskill, owner and CEO of Graphics Unlimited in Raleigh, North Carolina, and races the 07 machine across the Carolinas. Bradley transitioned out of the Cars Tour Touring 12 deal to chase the NASCAR State Points title, so we'll talk about that. Also raced a modified at Bowman Dega, so we'll definitely talk about that. But first, we'll talk about the awesome deal. He has some great thoughts on Mike Diaz and what he has going on at Southern National Motorsports Park. Uh, number one, I mean, it's, he's trying, he's like, like every local short track right now is trying to get their car count built up because everybody knows that just local Saturday night short track racing is struggling. And for him to step out of the box and do something like that was pretty gutsy move. But at the same time, I didn't hear much negative you know, response from it either. And um, there again, for your local Saturday night guys, they only have to spend $150 to go race. It was, it was a really good idea, and I think it worked really well. Um, no, nobody was complaining about the tires. It was uh, the people that had to buy tires, which was including us, because we only had one car at the first race, and then obviously we brought back two cars this past weekend, so we had to buy scuff. And that was included in our $150 entry. And the scuffed tires were great that we got. You know, they won't dry rot it or nothing like that. They had plenty of meat left on them, and they all checked a, a five on the, on the tread temp. So uh, it was a great deal. And, um, you know, what, what kind of made for an interesting race, not only for the win, but, you know, they paid the top five, and that's it. That's how they, I guess that's how they can make it affordable. And uh, Brian Obi is a great friend of mine. And he was actually parked next to us. And he said in the first race, he was literally racing for fifth because that was that was payday. It was almost as much of the race for the lead as it was for fifth place to get some money back. And he was so excited for you know finishing fifth in the first race. And then in the second race, that just goes to show you, you know, how close the cars really are there with, with the invert they have and, you know, with the tires and everything. And on top of that, the rules package are laid right on top of each other. I mean, there's so many different engine combinations, but uh, for him to pull out that win in the second race, that was awesome. That was that was a huge win for him. But in my mind, that was a huge win for you know Saturday night racing at its best, right there. Oh yeah, gotta agree with that because I think uh, you know the media types, you know Langley and some of the other media outlets uh, have, have talked and said, I don't know if this is really going to bring drivers to the track, you know, for that deal. Uh, I'm not sure that's really taking hold yet. I think it will in long term. But I think instantly it's, it really shows the drivers that has a budget and, and it shows the drivers that is on a tight budget that it's a level playing field right away. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, um, it, it shows Saturday we had – you had some of the best. I mean, between Phillip and Peyton and even Jeff Oakley coming down, I mean, you had some really stout competition to come in. And they were all on different engine packages. And 
then, like I said, there again, you have Brian Obi, the guy who literally races out of his his attached garage at his house, where he kicked his wife's car out so he could put his race car in there to go race. <laughs> and here he is. He just beat national champions. I mean, not one, but, you know, two. Yeah, I so looked at the was, rundown. Yeah, I thought, man, this cool. is that looks like a rundown from the early 2000s when I was covering all this stuff before I, I stepped out. But that looked like one of the, the Turkey Classic rundowns. That's right, yeah. I mean, so, and hopefully, I, I think the, I think we were all expecting, you know, a good car count um, for sure. And I still think there's more to grow because, you know, undoubtedly there's there's got to be some skeptics to it because it's one of those deals where it's, it's too good to be true type deal. Um, and everybody was kind of looking for the, what was the reason behind it or how was it, um, you know, how, what's the deal? How is he getting by with this? But, uh, I mean, you can pretty much ask anybody that was there. It was a, it was a good gig. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think the, the quality of drivers and the different level, you know, of, of, of drivers on, uh, budgets, racers, I think there, you couldn't ask for a better group to give feedback not only to the race promoter, you know, Mr. Diaz, and to other racers. And I kind of agree with you. I think there are some folks out there, you know, on the fence wanting to see if it's a gimmick or not. But I think now uh, it's going to help uh, run itself now. I really believe that. I think it's fantastic. I, I think, you know, they're racing again this Saturday. And I think that's going to be a, it's going to be a true showing to see who's going to show up because there's a lot of racetracks running this Saturday night. So, you know, and there again, there's not but so many late model cars out there to race. So you'll kind of see which way everybody gets tugged. But hopefully, uh, this past Sunday was a good uh, was a good showing for that deal. Absolutely, and and you yourself went in race number one. Uh, you had a, a race win at uh, where was that at um, uh, East Carolina, and uh, you, yep, you yep. were very competitive in the Cars Tour earlier in the in the season. Man, for you, you're having a pretty doggone good season. Yeah, we uh, we struggled a lot last year, and we kind of stepped back over the offseason and kind of – we just changed everything from top to bottom as far as just how we approached, I guess, going to the racetrack. And uh, the biggest change was we've been – I've been with Hedgecock since I started the late model racing, and uh, we made a tough decision to switch over to Torps. And Jay has obviously still had great success this year, but we've been – very happy with the, our change it's just a change of pace for us also and um, that kind of kicked us in gear and going the right direction and we had a, a good start to the season but, but at the same time I ran a couple of local shows just to keep busy you know more than anything and we had some really strong runs on the at the Saturday night shows and that kind of put us in position for some state points and you kind of dangle that NASCAR flag you know where you you know, you have that glimmer of hope. You're like, well, we might have a shot at this. So it was a tough decision because at the time we were fourth in points at the car store. And that everybody knows that's the marquee event, you know, and it was a tough decision to make. But now we're kind of rolling towards that, uh, that state point still. We're trying to see uh, what we can get out of this. Now, explain to me, because I didn't really ask Chris or, or the other driver, um, how that worked, you know, uh, stepping back from because you were part of the uh, – the Touring 12, and did you have to sell uh, that position? How did that work? How did that transition uh, to uh, Gully uh, to take over that uh, those points in, in that spot? So part of the Touring 12 agreement is we agreed that we're going to, you know, we're going to bring a, a, an 07 car 
RMR, Renfro McCaskill Racing, is going to compete in every event. And last year they had a couple drivers take advantage of that, and they kind of like backed out halfway through the year, kind of like we did this year. And uh, But they didn't have one driver consistently doing it. They just were kind of like farming the number out just to have a number there. And it didn't really – it kind of hurt the series because the series really does – they really do step out and, and they help the tourists. You know, they, they take care of people that take care of them type deal. So um, Camden Gully, he races – you know, he runs a torque chassis like us. Same engine builder, John West Racing Engine. So we have that connection there. And that's kind of a big deal – I mean, because there's some great incentives that they received from doing it. So we, there was no money transpired anyways. I mean, they're, they're doing us a favor by presenting a car in our name. And, the, I mean, we're not really doing it, but the Cars Tour is really doing them a favor by giving them the discounted rate on the tires and just uh, it's, a, it's a little bit better payback if, if you have a bad day. Like he had this weekend at Dominion, uh, he lost an engine, and – Instead of getting, I believe, a six hundred dollars to start, he walked away with a thousand dollars. So he got four hundred more dollars instantly just by being part of the tour and twelve program. And like I said, the, the car store takes care of people to take care of them. So it was, like I said, a tough decision for us. But we had to find somebody that you know we only get one driver to fill in. So we had to find somebody that was committed to take you know, take it, uh, you know, advantage of the situation. So that's kind of the only stipulation from the car store itself is you know you got to have somebody to to fill that spot and and be committed. Correct. So, gotcha. So that's, yeah, that's and only cool. one one other driver. You know, basically at the beginning of the year they say, look, you you can have two drivers. You know, fill one position. There's none of this switching. You know, five or six drivers throughout a year just trying to keep a number there because right. at the end of the day they're trying to build their base also. So and they're trying to promote the drivers. It's hard to promote. Yeah, who you, who you don't know who's gonna be there. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. Uh, and I think they've done a, a really good job. And I'm and and it's really you know good insight on how that worked because a lot of people had a lot of questions. And I think some folks were kind of afraid to ask Chris and you know didn't know how he felt about it or something like that. But that's something they welcomed because you guys did it by the letter. You know, as they have asked you guys to do it, and it works for all parties. Yeah. Well, I mean they. I feel like the car store is probably one of the most transparent series there is. And then on top of that, me and Chris have been friends for a long time, and he knew how tough of a decision it was on me. But like I said, in return, I had to take care of them because they took care of me, and Camden was the perfect, you know, person to fill the, mm-hmm. fill the hole. So, uh, and it, like I said, it's a, it's a great opportunity for him. And maybe, you know, with him showing the commitment to the series, Hopefully he can get that tour in 12 spot next year because they just don't hand them out. I mean, it's, they go to teams that's taking care of them, again, just taking care of the series. And, you know, it kind of it shows that he stepped up to the plate and, uh, Hopefully that'll help them out, you know, going forward to next year. Yeah, that's awesome because uh, at Motor Mile, when I was getting all my notes together, Tony had asked me to, to help him in the booth, and I thought I'd be a wisecracker and get all my notes together. And, and I looked at the press release, and I said, uh, Chris, you got the numbers all wrong. It's ain't right. He said, "Well, uh, let me let me kind of explain this." And I was lost. <laughs> so I'm yeah, glad you yeah, explained right. it, and um, uh, that worked out good. And, and really great opportunity for him. Now, did he absorb the points that you have, or does he keep has to keep the same points that he have before Motor Mile? And now I'm not 100 percent sure on <laughs> that. I do know that there's driver points and car owner points. Right. There or there was at, at one point, but 
I didn't really, I didn't really ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be something we'll ask Chris. I know uh, Langley's supposed yeah. to be talk with him this week after the the race at uh, Dominion. But yeah, I think it's a great opportunity uh, for Camden. Um, you know, going to different tracks, he's going to you know get a lot of exposure, and the car looks so good. And I think he's going to do real well. And and it's good that you guys are racing the same uh, chassis, and that way you can give him support. He can call you and say, hey, man, this car's doing this. What should I do? So that that's good. That's right. That's right. So like I said, I, I try to, just like you I try to help out folks, help, you know, that we have a common interest, you know, so make it make it good for the whole, you know, team. <laughs> right. And it, and it's easy because I wondered, was it your chassis or his own? And then, so you took his car and just did a, a wrap with your paint scheme, right? Just slapped the 07 on it and kept rolling. There you go, rock and roll. <laughs> and I think we know a guy who could, who could get that done for you, right? That's right, that's right. <laughs> well, I see your work all over the place. We, we cover these races, and, man, I'm telling you, you, got, you do some fantastic work, not just on the racetrack, but for businesses all up and down the East Coast, man. You really do a great job, and I know they keep you busy. Um, but, you know, talking about, you know, kind of going back to the decision, um, I know that was hard, but – um, you know, talk about going to Hickory, you know, that was kind of, you know, on an off weekend from, um, uh, you know, the cars tour, that was kind of out of the box for you. I never known you to, to travel that way, uh, on an off weekend. Right. Yeah. It's, um, well, there's been going back. I have, you know, I have four little girls at the house, so getting a, a weekend away is pretty tough to start with <laughs> and trying to juggle racing, you know, family time is, is really tough, but, um, yeah, we uh, so we went up to Hickory the week before the car store event, right? And just to just to kind of get our feet wet with the at the time, you know, that was a newer car to us at the time, and um, just trying to learn as much info about the car as we could. And we had a we finished fourth in the first race, and we were actually running third in the second race and pitted, just trying to better the car, you know, learn you know learn more information. And looking back now, I wish we wouldn't have done that, but um, <laughs> you know that kind of. That that opened up the you know that kind of opened up the the door for the NASCAR points at, at the time and we obviously weren't thinking about it but um we're looking you know looking at our schedule now we're gonna um I think in July we're gonna we're gonna make it back to Hickory and try to run two events over there again so uh we're we're not going over there yeah we're gonna try to get us a win before it's all said and done all right um. Now, are you going to run any more? Are you going to join any cars tour events? Are you going to go back for the throwback? So we're we're hitting this uh, this state point thing. We figured, you know, if we're you know we kind of already dropped the commitment on the cars tour. If we're gonna if we're going to do anything, we're going to do it a hundred percent or you know attempt to. So um, we're going to kind of stick between Hickory and Southern National. And um, I made a trip to Bowman Gray earlier this year, and it looks like we may get a few more trips out there. So we're going to try that and see uh, what we can do out there. Are we going to – now, you, did you drive a modified that I hear? I did. <laughs> In the actual race or, or practice? The, the actual – no, uh, we raced it um, – it's been – I guess it's been three or four weeks ago maybe. Um, we went over there, and um, it was the last 100-lap race they had. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, so we did it. How and, cool was uh, that? Was running. That was a blast. <laughs> that was fun. But we were running fifth, and the guys that was running third and fourth, they got together, and I went to you know I got I got tangled up and I got pushed into the ring basically. But if we would have cleared that, we'd have come out in third. <laughs> wow, that's so, awesome. 
That is fantastic. Yeah. That's that's so fun to jump in something totally different, and you hear all the talks about uh, Bowman Gray and the modified. So to get to experience that, that's pretty cool. It reminds me of uh, the late uh, Rodney Cook when he went up there and raced. Man, I'm telling you, he had a ball. You know, when he was in the hospital, I worked at Baptist and 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 chatted with him, and he man, he still talked about that. Uh, he just that was yeah. uh, that was so much fun for him, and and I just loved. Rodney, no, it so. was it was huge. Way outside of our comfort zone, but. And before that day, I had never sat in a modified before, and I'd never made a lap around Bowman Gray. <laughs> now, are you going to go back and try to do a modified, or are you going to run the sportsman class? No, we're going to do a modified. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, that's uh, that's Division One NASCAR points for the state. That's what we're going for. So anywhere we can get some points, that's what we're trying to do. So as a driver on this, this NASCAR uh, uh, state points, so you can run a modified at Bowman Gray, run a late model at Hickory, run a limited somewhere else, and it all counts yep. towards the point. I got you. Okay. As long as it's Division One, that's fun. That's all that matters. There you go. Well, you got it figured out, and I think you got a good game plan, man. That sounds fun. So that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we uh, I'd love to run some more cars to races, but like I said, when we're we're going to kind of commit to this right here and do a uh, do everything we can to to make it happen. So. Don't count us out from the car store next year, but uh, we're going to get to this year first now. Well, I really thought you was off to a great start, and, uh, man, I really, really, really thought uh, a car store win was right around the corner for you, so showed a lot of speed everywhere you went, so it just got getting better and better and better. So that's got to feel good, you know, even though you backed out of that, to know that, hey, man, you were right there in the thick, thick of all the, you know, the fast guys and points leaders and all that stuff. That's right. That's right. So, like I said, it's just building momentum and, and learning. So, uh, trying trying to make it a little bit faster each day. All right. So this weekend you'll be back at Southern National. Now they running twin races yep. again. Yep. Twin forties. All right. How hard is it going to be to win both races uh, with this tire deal and and having to manage tires? Because you know it's a harder tire than what everybody's used to. And I think again levels the whole playing field. But how hard is it going to be to win two races? It's going to be tough because um, we had a, a really good car Saturday. Um, we had a really, really good car Saturday. And um, just it's, it's tough coming through the field. Uh, it, with it being a day race, the track was very slick. And then on top of that, the tires are really hard. So it kind of it just makes it tough. <laughs> so um, it, it makes it really tough to pass. Like you're slipping and sliding everywhere. So it, uh, it, it, it really makes it tough coming through the field. So. I think uh, Saturday night will be a little bit better for us because the second race you'll have some, you know, track will be cooler and it'll have a little more grip. So I think you'll see a little bit more, you know, side-by-side racing. But uh, that that day racing is is slick. Yeah, and I think it's good for the fans to know and hear from a driver because it's not about who can have the the biggest horsepower or who has the the brand-name chassis and, and crew chief or chassis builder, you know, calling the shots. It's all in the driver's hands, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, track position is, it means something, but at the end of the day, I mean, you still got to put it to the ground. So it, uh, yeah, it, it makes for a great show. I tell you, that's some fantastic thoughts from Bradley McCaskill, and we wish him the very best at Southern National Motorsports Park this weekend. Now, Hickory Motor Speedway had twin 40 lap features for the late model stock cars this past Saturday night. Lots of drama between Kevin Light and Gage Painter during race number one and race number two. Let's pick up the conversation with Thomas Bean as I was asking him about the last lap of race number two. 
uh, you know, take me through coming, you know, to the white flag and what's in your mind. Did you have any idea what was going to happen in front of you? No, I mean, really coming to the Y, he was, was I think Kevin was probably about two or three back. And I didn't think there was, I knew, I knew they'd had an altercation earlier in the race. And I knew there was a, if he could have got, I, I didn't think he was going to get to him, so I didn't really think there was a chance. But I knew he was pretty hot about it. And when he dove off in the three, he, uh, he, he went down through, across the apron. And I knew something big was about to happen. So when he got, when he got to his back bumper and started turning, uh, that was, uh, I knew pretty well at that point I'd probably end up winning the race as long as I didn't, uh, get taken out in the, in the melee. And how much damage did you get uh, during that, or did most of your damage come when uh, you got sent to the back earlier in the race? Uh, it, my, my damage came from uh, earlier in the night from uh, some other wrecks that they had. Okay. We had uh, from the from the initial wreck from Kevin and uh, Gage when they wrecked the first time. I was I got run in the back of and during that wreck and uh, tore the back end up, and I got run into earlier in in the first race. Okay. Now, when when you saw them get together, did you think you was gonna be able to pass both of them? Was it like the Red Sea parted, and there you go? Uh, I mean, it was it was more like smoke and just <laughs> pick a line and hope hope you because I knew they weren't gonna throw the caution, so I I I picked a hole and then Gage started spinning and he uh I, he lit him up pretty big and got a lot of smoke going and he started coming at at me and then at that point I was just wide open trying to get through the hole uh but i knew kevin he was they got so far out in front of me he he beat me across the line by a couple car lengths but i knew uh i knew as long as i beat beat everybody behind me the line i was in good shape did you think that they were going to penalize him or did you was you content with finishing second at that point i mean i i knew when he's when he spun him i'm because that's happened a lot of times in the past where they where they're going to put the guy who spins spins them to the rear. I mean, that seems to be kind of the basis on most places in, in short track racing now. If you spin somebody coming the line, you're probably going to get put to the rear. So I was pretty confident that was probably what would end up happening. So at least, you know, you had that in mind, and, and the track has been pretty yeah. consistent with that over the years. So that, that's, that's, re- yeah. that's a really good thing. Oh, yeah. I mean... That, that's one thing they hickory is i mean they're very consistent on that rule i've they rarely i rarely see people get spun out and not get put to their all right the, the checker flag the smokes the fans everybody's going nuts you come around do you try to pull in victory lane or was kevin already there Just describe uh, yeah, the scene me and him, after uh, the after yeah, the checker so, flag so when he uh when he when he he came around he's probably he got around there right before I did and he did a little burnout when I was coming off a of four and he spun into Victor Lane. So I, I figured I'd won, so I went up and kinda nosed up to him, knowing figured best case is is gonna uh is probably gonna go in my favor anyway and uh so I mean so when he when he got out of the car then uh, I guess the 12 crew decided they weren't happy about it, and they came over and they started arguing and fighting, and uh, that kind of melee into a little brawl on the front stretch. And then after that kind of got calmed down, then they came over to the PA and said I was the winner. 
but they'd already put the, I guess they'd put the trophy on his, on Matt or on uh, Kevin's car. And when they said that, he took off running. And I think he got all the way out the gate with it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is absolutely classic. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's frustrating that they took that opportunity to, you know, to finally get to uh, do the the victory lane dance and all that stuff. But yeah. you know, as a as a race fan, because I know you're a fan as well as a tough competitor, yeah. you gotta laugh. Oh yeah, it was, it was good entertainment, regardless. <laughs> I mean, they had the cops chasing them. It was it was good. <laughs> Fans were screaming, yelling. <laughs> I mean, that's all you could ask for. <laughs> they got their money's worth. He yeah. never he never moved out of Victor Lane though. He sat there till he was he was there when about the time after I got uh, got to the tech shed, he was still sitting in Victor Lane. But I got the money and the trophy, so I'm I'm content with that. There you go. There you go. And Jason said uh, on his little post-race uh, podcast they're doing, which I think is fantastic, um, yep. that the, the, they had a great crowd, so they they really got their money's worth. Oh, yeah. They, for for a night when it rained right before before qualifying, they had a good crowd. It was a good average hickory crowd, uh, uh, and they stayed. I mean, the, the last late mile race, it was it was a it was a long one if you, if if you weren't there it was about an hour long for around forty laps but <laughs> it was exciting and they stayed oh, and awesome. uh, they got their money's worth. That is absolutely fantastic. So where did you finish in the first race? Uh, I finished not. Okay. I got uh I got turned around into the first race and couldn't really hurt the tires and couldn't really go anywhere and which got me good invert for the second race. Which I started second in the first race or in the second race, and uh, led I think to about lap 25, and I got turned around uh, leading the race, which put me back in the back, and then uh, they uh, I guess we had another caution, and I got up to fourth, and then uh, they had a uh, Charlie Watson started leaking oil, and I lost a bunch of spots there and ended up. On the last restart, I think I started sixth and uh, made a three-wide pass coming to, I guess, the two to go. And uh, I guess that ended up being the race winning move. There you go. There you go. That, yeah. and, it, and you made the pass on the high side or the bottom? Uh, low side. We is uh, is uh, Lee Fox car and uh, Matt Light running two wide in front of me, and I dove under him going into three and made the pass and uh then kevin and and uh gage were a little bit out in front of me and that's when that happened gotcha now will both drivers be at hickory this coming weekend uh or are there going to be any sanctions that you know uh, i'm sure they're i'm sure i won't i'm sure they won't do anything that would inhibit them from coming back uh I don't know. I'm, both of them have been there pretty much every week. I hope they, I hope they come back. Uh, I mean, they've been. I think both of them have been there pretty much every week, besides the first couple races of the season. Because Gage, I think, just turned, got old enough to run late models. So I'd say they'll probably be back. Well, good. I know you want to race with the the toughest competition because there's nothing more gratifying oh, yeah. to beat the best. And I'm real tickled That's that you right. finally got that victory. I know you've been working hard and racing hard. Now. You know, did it take anything away from that? Will this satisfy you as your first victory, or until you finish uh, to get to the stripe first and do the whole victory lane, 
will that finally, uh, you know, consummate your season? No, I mean, I, I won't win more races, but, I mean, I take wins like that all the time. It all pays the same. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, that is absolutely fantastic, yeah. Thomas Bean. That is cool stuff, brother. Yeah. So how much work you got to do on the car to get it ready for Saturday night? Well, I got I got to patch a bunch of body panels. I think uh, every body panel has got a little damage to it, <laughs> except the roof, and it's got a little damage on the back. But we'll, uh, we got to do that. Got Had a little damage, got a little rear end damage. We'll uh, take the rear end out, get it straightened up, and uh, put it back in, and be ready for this weekend. All right, cool beans, man. I mean, I just got to thank all my sponsors, Price Ruthen, uh, uh, Pig Wire, uh, Pro Class Trailers. Uh, thank Roger Performance Center for building such a nice piece, and uh, West Page for building good shocks, and Robert and Charlie Long for building me a good good Ford motor. There you go. That is awesome, Thomas. And, yep. and this weekend, I think it was uh, scheduled to be a 100-lapper, but I think, uh, has it changed to another twin 40-lapper race? Uh, tell you the honest truth, I could not tell you the answer. I just show up and I race. So <laughs> we'll see when we get there. I, I know on the I know on the uh, press release that I saw the day it said 100 lappers, but okay. I think uh, who knows they can they run either. It don't matter to me. I was gonna say, do, do you prepare the car different for 40 lappers versus a 100 lap race? Mm, not really. I mean, you just gotta kind of it. Pretty much all run the same regardless. It's going to be a – you kind of just race the car a little different during the longer race is the only difference. Just difference in tire management? Yeah, you just don't – you just try not to – you just can't go as hard the first 40 laps like you do in these twin races. you got to run pretty much hard all night in the twin race. In the 100-lap races, you just got to ride for the first half. But last last time we had the long race, I think we had an 80-lap and it was a – it was as good a race as we've seen all year. So, awesome. Now, do you have any worries as a driver because you're running for the championship? You're you're you know should be right there in the middle of the points, if not leading. Uh, any worries yep. of getting caught up in some of this other uh, uh, drama that's going on around you? I mean, I don't I don't want to be between the two of them, but <laughs> I mean it's a uh, it's going to be a uh, what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Hey, wrecks are going to happen, so it's just a matter of put myself in position hopefully i'm in front of him and don't have to worry about it hello well thomas i hope not buddy well wish you the very best this weekend in hickory and hopefully you'll get win number two and you'll get to enjoy victory lane all by yourself well folks that'll wrap up episode number two and i want to thank bradley mccaskill and thomas bean for joining me with house call with doc love until next time we'll see you at the races I must be...